Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop us up, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. Welcome, Jimmy, to the World XP Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on. I know you're getting ready for your fight on the 18th, so we're excited about that. This is another one of the Tribal Beast Fitness fighters. Um, for those listening, you've heard me mention that a bunch of times, known Alex for forever he coached me in high school um so we go we go a little ways back but i appreciate your time man welcome i appreciate you thank you for having me yeah for sure so for those listening um why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit kind of go through um just a little bit of backstory so the people have some context for for the answers and the the conversation that we'll have a have in the coming minutes hour minutes whatever the time is um all right uh, my name is jimmy the enforcer miller um i don't know man i've been fighting for a long time um i was adopted that's why I like i have like two last names you know mm-hmm. and i go by my second last name so it stands for, like the tmod like the whole tmod thing that i do my clothing and stuff but uh yeah, I was adopted, man, and, like, all my life, bro, I've been fighting, and just, to me, bro, every day's a fight for me, just a battle, you know what I'm saying? I feel mm-hmm. like um, the woman that took me in as her own, you know, I lost her back in 2018 uh, due to cancer, mm-hmm. so that's, like, one of my main reasons that I do fight, but I also then lost, like, a baby, two, two kids, so... Um, I said, man, like, every day is a fight for me, and I have, like, battles within myself. Like, I have a lot of problems that I deal with um, consistently just from being adopted and um, people running out on me and stuff. So it's just, like, I don't know. I love the fight, man. It's just, I love getting in there. I love doing this. Um, I wrestled as a kid. Um, I did a little boxing, and after uh, my mom passed away and stuff, uh, I got back into doing this. Um the mother of my kids that I'm with, uh, she, like, got me back into doing it all. She dropped me off at the gym and stuff and told me she was going to be with me and do this with me. So I just got back in the gym, like, 2019 and start picking back up on everything. Fair enough. So it's almost a, an escape for you. A lot of athletes I know that are dealing with stuff, whatever their choice of craft is or sports or whatever it's their their escape is that kind of so you so so i guess how was the transition from so you say you wrestled and then you went how did you end up in mma versus like wrestling tournaments or jujitsu or like one of these other more specialized things like how did you make that that path happen or what called you to mma i guess i don't know like my dad my adopted dad um I'm not even gonna say my adopted dad, um, but he is my adopted dad. Uh, but he always liked the UFC. Like as kids, like we were watching mm-hmm. WWE, and he was always like, "Oh, that's that fake stuff. That's that fake stuff." You watch this real stuff, the UFC and stuff. And I remember being a kid, and we go into um, his friend's house and us watching the UFC fights and stuff. And I remember watching it with my brothers too, the the WEC before they uh, moved over to the UFC. I remember watching it all and just my family's big on fighting. Well, they were, you mm-hmm. know, so it's just 
for me, it's kind of for me to carry it on, I guess. I'm trying to make a legacy out of it and live our name on and make our name something. Yeah, 100%. I feel you, man. So you've got um, – so what – let's see. Where are you in the fight ranks in terms of how many fights have you had? Where are you at? What is this fight upcoming for? Um, how does – if you want to explain to people listening, the people that listen to this are not really MMA junkies, I would say. Um, so kind of, if you could explain sort of where you are within the, you're still amateur, correct? Yes, sir. So where you are within the amateur, um, sort of ranks, how that works, transition to professional potentially, or like how all the tiers, how all the tiers work. I have a lot of soccer people that, that listen. So, um, we're unfamiliar with the MMA world in that way. Um. Or why don't you start? What? What? How many fights have you have you had so far? Or like, what's your record so far? I had one kickboxing fight, but I don't necessarily mm-hmm. count it because it was mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't sanctioned, so I don't necessarily count that one. Mm-hmm. But um, I had I have four MMA fights. Um, this will make my fifth fight under mm-hmm. MCL. I'm two and two as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a a TKO win, twenty one seconds, and I have a win, and that was my last fight. I have a win with a rear naked choke submission mm. in the first round, and then I have two decision losses that I don't feel like that I lost. But um, I mean, when it goes to decision, it's up for grabs for you know both yeah. opponents. But um. I don't know, man. It's just MMA is different. I'm not like big on jujitsu, I guess. Uh, I've been doing that for like a couple years now, and I'm just now kind of like picking up on it. I'm more of like a, a wrestler, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Since I wrestled as a kid and wrestled through high school, but I feel I'm well rounded, honestly. Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure, but uh... no, that's all good. Did, did it take you a while to to pick up some of the like the other the other art forms? Like when I talk with uh, when I talk with Manny, um, he was saying how he's got different coaches for different. He's got striking coaches and wrestling coaches and different coach for this and that. Um, yeah, was I have it, a... were were you able to? So I guess. The, Two part question. One, do you do you also do that? It sounds like you do. But secondly, how easy or difficult was it for you to pick up the other the other um art forms that you weren't so familiar with before? Um, since I did like wrestling the longest, um it took me a little bit with my boxing, getting my hands up to par and I took kickboxing and Muay Thai uh for a little bit and I picked up on that very well and the coach I had, the actual like first coach I had, um, he helped me like sharpen up a lot of my things. So I mean, I I give thanks to him, but we kind of fell out. But mm-hmm. I do give thanks to him. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm starting to pick up on the jujitsu a lot more. I'm getting more of an understanding. That's more of a off off your back type of game, you know. And it's more slow pace. Uh, 
to me, there's no other sport like wrestling, I guess. Like, I wanted to go to college for wrestling. I wanted to be, I wanted to go to the Olympics for wrestling. Like, wrestling was, like, a big thing for me. But I like to strike. Like, mm-hmm. I like to strike. I like to punch people in their face. I like people hitting me in my face. I like making people bleed. Psycho. <laughs> yeah. I just, I like to fight, man. And it's the dog in me. And I want to go far in this, man. And I just, I don't want to just do it for me. I want to do it for my family. I want to do it for my kids. You know, like my kids are in the gym with me. Like they go to the gym with me like every week, every day mm-hmm. of the week. And just to see them, you know, smiling and giggling and running around with the gloves on, it just, it motivates me to, to keep going and keep striving for this. And I do have a city behind me. I didn't know that, you know, but I do have a city behind me. And what you they're mean? showing it. Um, people are like, I'm starting to get noticed a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't have like much of a fan base, you know, like uh, my fans are starting to grow and where a lot of, I was getting like a lot of fan base without an enid. And now, like, I'm getting fans out of Stillwater and here from Ponca City. And when I get done fighting, the people see me, oh, do my senior fight, bro, when you fighting again? You know, people are, like, reaching out to me and stuff. And I got a few friends, man, that's, like, doing camera work and stuff, like, into the cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a few, uh, a couple of them about to uh, shoot video for me, doing documentary work with me and stuff, so. How's that, how's that been? What So, how's the... When they're around there with the cameras and stuff, you kind of did it. Did it take you a little bit to get used to that? No, um, honestly, like I don't mind being in front of crowds. Like I don't mind talking to people. Um, I'm very open. Like you get to know me. I like, talk too much. You be like, bro, shut the, be quiet, bro. You talk too much, you know. <laughs> but. No, nah, um, I think it's just the wrestling thing. Like, I used to wrestle, you know, in front of big crowds and a lot of people. So, it's not a it's not a big thing for me to be in front of a camera or the spotlight, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I might be shy at first. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm was kind of just shaking a minute ago just talking to you and trying to get everything out. Because I said, like, this is my first time doing this. And I'm excited and I'm a little nervous, but. No, nah, it's all not. good. It's all good. <laughs> So that's cool though, because that that can take some out of people. Like for for me, the bigger the crowd in the soccer game doesn't affect me so much. But there are players that I know that they'll look up and the the bright lights will shine at shine on them, and they'll be like a deer in headlights, and you can tell which ones. Um, but that's good for you that you already kind of have that experience. So as as the crowds keep getting bigger, you're not going to be overwhelmed by it and stuff and that's probably i would say a good quality to have um you mentioned being in the gym and your kids being in the gym and stuff with you what's kind of um do you what is that so i've asked some some fighters this and i've gotten some different answers um when i ask what's your workouts like outside of camp or and then like what is a camp like for the fighter some of them say I'm training all the time. When I get to camp, it's just about specific stuff. And then others are like, yeah, take some time off. And then camp is when I get like everything. So for you, how do you do your training outside of camp? And then how's, how's a fight camp for you? Um, 
when I'm like outside of camp or like not fighting or nothing or pe- preparing for anything, uh, I probably hit the gym maybe three times a week. I mean, I work out and whatnot, but like as far as going to class and stuff, maybe like two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go run a few times a week, but then sometimes I get lazy and won't do it. But as far as camp, I take about eight weeks, six weeks to start preparing. And um, like a year ago, like my second fight, before my second fight, I really got into like lifting weights and trying to get in shape and get right. And uh, I started seeing like the change in me. So it's just like, I like to go work out and I like to see the muscle I put on. I like doing the weight cut and I just, I feel like I look good. I mean, I know I'm skinny. I look like Skeletor and whatnot, but I like it. And, um, nah, there's Skeletors that have no, nothing on them. That's not, that's not you. Stop it. <laughs> no, I don't look bad at 45. Maybe if I went to 35, but, uh, Man, I just I, I'm in camp, man. I'm training like six days a week. I might mm-hmm. get one day off with that, but I'm usually training, man. I'm out here doing something. I'm running. Um, I'm with my boxing coach because I do have a boxing coach. Uh, I have a few coaches. I got a few good coaches, you know. Um, uh, Jose Martinez, you know, that's my head coach. That's my jiu-jitsu coach. Uh, he's a striking coach too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fighting on this card too. He's fighting for the lightweight title, you know, and. I look up to him. That's my idol. You know, I pick up on a lot of things that he do. And um, he trains, you know, we're affiliated with American Elite out of Edmond, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And you know who Matt Grice is. He's a vet and that fought in the UFC. And he also had a couple fighters that fought on uh, Dana White Contender Series. Matt Grice did. And there's TJ Tomlin that's over the gym. That's his gym, you know, American Elite. And He's a black belt and he's legit, you know, and I don't know, man, I like being around them. You know, I like going around them. Um, I like that I have them in my corner, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I get to learn from them, honestly. And yeah. If I'm doing something wrong, you know, they point it out. They let me know right then and there what I'm doing wrong. If I'm slacking, you know, if I'm doing, I'm not doing something right, you know, they're always like, here, showing me something different, showing me something new and, you know, I, I I love the coaches I have. I love the team that I have, and I believe I'm gonna go a long ways with this. Yeah, for sure. It's always good to have people like that. And what's wild is like the term "in your corner" is just like used in society now. People would be like, "Oh, that guy's in my corner," and they have never fought a day in their life. Um, it's cool that that's kind of worked its way into normal society in that way. Um, but yeah, it's always good. I do the same thing with me in the gym, soccer. Like you always want to surround yourself with, with people that are going to push you to be better. And as I've kind of gone in this podcast a bit more, I've noticed that with the people I've talked to, the ones that are going places, they're always like, yeah, the people surrounding me are pushing me to be better all the time. And it's so important, I think, for people who want to go somewhere to have the right group around you. Just it helps. It helps because there's days that you don't want to do stuff. You know this. I don't want to go for a run today. Go for a run, dude. Okay, I guess I will. And if it wasn't for that guy that was going to push you, you'd have sat on the couch. And I Mm -hmm. know because I'd have sat on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it'd be like that. Yeah, but it's good though. 
it's good that you found those people because they can help for sure. They do help. So what's um during during fight camp, right? You like what's a typical what's a typical day for you? Like just like you wake up at what at this time and then you do X Y Z and then you go to bed. Like what's a day um, for you? Cause like I'm usually in between jobs because mm-hmm. I like. I like to train and I, my focus is on fighting. So like I'm in between jobs. So I'm up in the morning, 435 o'clock. Um, I'm getting my pushups in and I'm drinking my coffee. Uh, I go take my oldest son to school. I take him to school. I come back. Um, I'll finish another cup of coffee. And then I go give me a workout in and a run. Um, I'll check my weight and if it looks good. And I'm a. I put something on my stomach. Uh, I eat like a good breakfast or something like um, eggs, bacon, a breakfast burrito or something. Just something that make me feel good and will get me by, you know, till class, till after class, you know. But I go to class around like seven. That's the jujitsu, and I have um, boxing Tuesdays and Thursdays with my boxing coach. Uh, Tuesdays at five and Thursdays is six thirty, I think, something like that. And the rest of it is just in Tonka Wall at the other gym with Jose under uh my coach Jose doing mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu and we added a striking class. We got two striking classes up there Wednesday and Saturday. Um we have a no gi no gi right after the striking class on Wednesday. And then Monday and Fridays are jiu-jitsu days. And then um Edmund, I go down to Edmund on Sundays. Get my work in down there with them. So how how uh, in a typical day how how many hours do you spend doing some form of fight fight training, not including weights or running or other stuff? I'm gonna say um, about two hours. And then with with the other workouts, are you training like what three four hours a day, in within within a camp for the most part? Yeah, and fight camp, yeah, three to four hours. So what's your recovery then look like? So for me, like if I play if I play in a game, so a week for me during arena season will look like game on Saturday, and we can only practice on Wednesdays. But so we've got game Saturday. I'll get on the stationary bike Sunday to get the lactic acid out. Monday, lift, cardio, training session. Tuesday, bike. And then some, like, functional activation stuff. Wednesday, lift and practice. Thursday, bike, legs, recovery day, Friday, game Saturday. So, and then, like... After the game, ice baths and saunas, like, during the week and stuff for the recovery. So, like, are you doing similar stuff with, like, saunas, ice baths, or and these things are kind of, like... Yeah, um, I usually hit my ice baths, like, towards the end of my camp mm-hmm. to recover my muscles. It's something that uh, I'm eventually getting into doing more, but as of right now, I just, I do it, like, the last two weeks of my camp, um... Before the fight, just heal my bones up from all the sparring and all the wear and tear that you get from camp. And mm-hmm. honestly, I feel better after 
after that. And when I go sit in the sauna, it's it's just during my fight camp, honestly. It's the last week of cutting weight, and it's the only time I really go sit in the sauna. I mean, like – Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, like, in summertime, I'll – go run in like a hoodie and sweat. So I feel like that's my sauna work right there. And my garage is really hot. So I go sit down there sometime and uh, sweat my ass off down there with my sauna suit on for 30, 45 minutes. Damn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my um my brother-in-law wrestled in college for a bit. Then he got hit in the head one too many times and he stopped. But um. He's talked to me before about the weight cutting process for wrestling specifically. He's like, it's brutal. Um, and when I was talking to Manny, he was like, well, I try and train so much that like, I don't actually have to cut that much. So it's not as bad, but I like, I was at the gym two weeks ago and somebody was in the sauna with like a trash bag doing boxing stuff. And I was like, holy, like, being in the sauna with like a trash bag, right? I was like, that must be miserable. Is it like, what is it like for you to cut, to cut like that? Are you like, by the time the fight starts to roll around, are you like in good enough, um, in a good enough spot that like you can, it's not so bad. Or are you in the other thing where you're like in the sauna with the trash bag and doing all sorts? Um, I feel good. Like I like to, I like to eat. And I like to have something to drink, so I always try to cut a little extra bit, you know, the night of, mm-hmm. and just so I can eat a little bit, you know, and have a little drink. But um, I don't know, that wrestling weight cut, that's for me, when I did that, that was like every two days. So now like I got time to cut weight, you know, so I'm not in a rush to get down. But, yeah, that sauna, that sauna stuff with the uh, – with the plastics on, that's it's serious. Um, I mean, I do it sometime, but I'm in there for about like five, ten minutes before I'm like walking out. Like, gotta go take it off, you know, and just throw yeah. my my sweats and my hoodie back on. It's it's serious, man. But even when I wrestled in high school, I used to sleep with it on next to a heater with like a blanket on me. Stop. Are you for real? Yeah, I used to wrap up in a big, thick blanket, sleep next to the heater, put a heater next to me, have my plastics on. I wake up through the middle of the night, drink a full bottle of water, throw it back on, and go right back to sleep, wake up like five, six, take a shower. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. I just try to put myself in a – I guess it's like a mental game. A mental game. Yeah. With myself. So I just – I try to do stuff like that, honestly. Um, like a couple so weeks ago, I went and ran in shorts and like a hoodie was like 30 something degrees. It's, I was like, fuck, it's cold. I wanted to turn back and I was like, nah, I'm just gonna keep going. I ran like three miles. That's crazy in a good way because I also do stuff like that occasionally. Like, I'll sit in the ice bath for like 15 minutes or a sauna for 15, like try and push it. Or like when I go train, like it'll be raining and miserable and I'll still go train. And it's kind of like people people look at you like you're nuts. And then you keep doing it anyways. I don't know. There's something there's something like weird to that that people that like I don't know. And then they, and then people ask me, they're like, Wait, so how did you get on 
that team is like, well, because when it was raining, I was out on the field and you weren't. It's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing. So props to you for doing that. Also, there's also something to be said for not being crazy and running in shorts and thirty degree weather. But so you're based in Oklahoma, so I guess the summers get very hot and the winters get very cold. Is that is that true? I've not spent much time at all in the Midwest. Um, the summers they're very like yeah they're hot. There's like it's, it's been in a hundred over a hundred degrees. Like this last summer was over a hundred degrees, and shit, I was still out there getting it. But I don't know this yeah. winter. It's been cold some days, but we're having sixty degree weather and stuff. So I don't know what's up with this with, with the winter. I don't know no, what's up with it. I think we stole your cold days. It was like five degrees here like two weeks ago. Dang it! Like cars weren't starting and stuff. People here weren't used to it. It was kind of funny. They're like, "Oh, that's so cold. I need to move." I was like, "Where are you moving to?" I mean, like snow, like the beginning of December or like the middle of December, but that was about it. And then only lasts like a day or two. So that yeah. was it. We ain't really got a lot of snow here in a few years, honestly. So what are your goals with, with MMA? You mentioned some of them before. Um, but you going pro the aim? And, yeah. if so, and if so, what's sort of the path forward? Or what's like the the high, the 30,000-foot view of like, okay, I can achieve pro by doing – by doing by winning this fight and fighting that dude and doing this other thing like what's the path forward for you well um the opponent that i have um i gotta get through him first to get to this belt to the title um this a title fight the 18th no not for me um this fight is like for number one contender for the belt who's up for the belt next mm, okay yeah and me and me and the opponent, me and my opponent, you know, we're friends. Like, we know each other. We didn't spar, but we also know there was going to become a time where we was going to have to meet up and have to throw him in. We know what it is that we have to do, you know. Yeah. It's just business at the end of the day. Um, but my goals and my plans is to get to the belt, get this 45 belt, and if I got to bump up to 55 and get that Amy 55 belt, I'll do that too because I don't fight at 55. And after that, I'm looking to go pro. After I get this 45 belt, it would be like around summertime. But like I said, man, if they need me to go up for 55 too, I'm going to take that too if I can. And mm-hmm. then go pro after that, which I'd be like 25. So that's my goal, honestly, to go pro after that. And – I want to grow in this promotion. This promotion I'm fighting for, I want to grow and I want to help it grow. You know, I want to do all my pro fights for it. I just, I want to stay in this promotion until like I can reach that that high level yeah. or if the promotion hits that high level, you know what I'm saying? Um, What's the promotion? Uh, Marshall Combat League. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Yeah. Honestly, think it's the best promotion out here, honestly, in Oklahoma, all around, honestly. Um Every show that I've been on every show, you know, so it's a lot of good fights. Um, there's combat jiu-jitsu, uh, jiu-jitsu, um, kickboxing, the MMA. There's a lot of good uh, entertainment and a lot of great talent out here in Oklahoma. And I'm one of them. I'm one, I'm one of you know. I just, I just want to help, man. Um, 
I'm gonna go far in this. I've been fighting since I was a kid, and it's all I've been wanting to do. It's all I do do, you know. Like I walk around the house when I'm at work, or I'm out doing. I'm out in the dog. I'm always shadow boxing. I'm always doing something, man, with my hands or my feet. Yeah. Um, my goals, my goals to go far with this, man. I want to go to the UFC. Um, if I can get there. Yeah, hundred percent. Is the fight gonna be live streamed anywhere? Or yeah, um, they have a. He'll send out like a link, like two weeks. The promoter he'll send out like a link for, uh, to live streaming and stuff that people can buy and watch gotcha. it. They can't make it to the fights. Yeah. So let me know. Um. So obviously. We're at the time of recording. We're about a month out from from the fight, but when you get the link, send it to me, and I can put it in the description for this and kind of help promote it. Um, help promote it that way, because I just had Manny on, so I'm gonna try and space you guys out, so it's not because this part the, my the, the podcast kind of is everything. So I'll try and space you guys out a, a little bit and try and get this release date close to the fight, so I can put the the live stream in it so for those listening if you want to watch live stream will be in the description um where can the people find your social media the promotion social media all anything that they would need to know about you and or and or the fight to support your journey and everything like that um on facebook you guys can find me at uh jimmy d miller um instagram it's Enforcer underscore one fifty five, um, Snapchat uh, Looney Crazy four time. You guys can find me on there. Um, the promotion, uh, you can find them at a uh, Martial Combat League on Instagram, and on Facebook under uh, Martial Combat League. Fair enough. So I got Any... a few highlights on there too. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. I got a couple highlights on there. Uh, I got. Submission of the Night Award and Fight of the Night Award. There you go. Doing yeah. big things. Well, Trying sir. to. Trying to. <laughs> I'm sure you'll do great on the 18th. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Um, For those listening, go check his stuff out. Go check the highlights out. Um, And yeah, at some point, when you're not preparing for a fight, we can do a longer one, talk about life, other stuff. And uh, have a good time. But any last nickels for those listening? Um, I appreciate you guys that have tuned in and um, that are listening. Uh, I hope you guys uh, do reach out and you guys, you know, tune in and watch me. You know, um, I'm on the rise and you guys will see me in the USC one day. Um, again, thank you guys and thank you to Eric. I appreciate you having me, man. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm excited, man, that I got to do this with you, man. I appreciate it, and I'm down for uh, another one whenever you're ready. Whenever I'm not in fight camp, I'm down for it, bro. I break it all down to you from the beginning to the end. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We'll make it happen, sir. All right, guys. Until next time, peace. Peace, bud.